ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking Racing NASCAR Podcast. I am your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host with the most, Lugs. What's up, man? What's happening? So, so some exciting uh, stuff going on today, so let's get into that. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we welcome Manscaped to the podcast. To the Reckon and Racing family. Yeah. So, folks, if you're listening, Manscaped, check it out. You actually, for listening to the show, you're going to be dedicated with a 20% off coupon with free shipping. Code is WRPODCAST. One word. Stands for Reckon and Racing Podcast. WRPODCAST. Check them out. Below the belt grooming. Or hell, you could probably even use it on, like, I had, like, three chess hairs I tried it on. <laughs> and you are supporting a NASCAR sponsor, man. Exactly. They, they, they were on the car representing, so show them some love. Show them some support, guys. Yeah. So that is our uh, sponsor of the week and yeah. uh, for the next couple weeks, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this week, what are you drinking, Lugs? I've got me a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. All right, and I went another Pepsi Zero Sugar product. It is the Pepsi Wild Cherry. They don't have a car. Um, I just want to try something new, and since we were already had Manscaped on the episode, I decided not to go with the sponsor necessarily drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the way they do because they're part of PepsiCo with sponsors Chase. Very true. Uh, cheers. Cheers, Mike. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to offend, uh, offend you, Daniel, if I didn't say that right. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Um, but yeah, man, that's cool. Cool. We got our first official sponsor. Welcome to, and thank you to yeah, absolutely. Uh, Manscaped. Proud to have you guys on board with us. And Yeah, we'll talk about it more here in a little bit, um, but they treated us yeah, well. Yeah, you'll hear our unbiased uh, opinion yeah, and absolutely. rating and review. So. Absolutely. So, what a fucked up world we live in, Lugs. This has been a turbulent week, and not in a good way. What the what the hell is going on in this world right now? I mean, thankfully I got a six foot distance from me, or I'll be arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still trying to wrap my head around everything. This is just insane, and it feels like it came out of nowhere. Even though on the last two episodes, I pretty much like dismissed it and totally downplayed it. Um, clearly, I wasn't. In the right mindset for... But I I don't think you're the only one. I think we all did that. And I don't... I still, at this point, are... are, So, me, you briefly talked about this before we got on air. But are we over-panicking? Are we making this out to be something that's not? Or are we just just better safe than sorry attitude right now and taking it easy? I'm thinking that's what we're doing. I think it's a little overkill. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's I mean, not it's, it's not a flesh eating, you know, zombie creating virus, right? I mean, yeah, it's but killing, okay. It's, so you bring up a, you bring up a fantastic point. It's not a zombie virus, mm-hmm. but people sure enough f are acting like it. And what I mean by that, not only do we see like people fighting the swords over rolls oh, of toilet God. paper. So I can you imi- I, imagine if something like nuclear happen like oh my oh. god yeah no exactly so we're the panic we have over this it, it amazes me so for the folks who are listening that maybe that don't know i mentioned on a couple episodes i also own a gun business on the side let me tell you lugs did you get into the right business uh yeah right now <laughs> right now business is booming so ammo you can't buy ammo everybody's sold out of ammo or if you have ammo people are i mean even like corporations we're marking ammo up like 500% from a week ago. It's crazy. Damn. Dude. I've had more gun sales in the last week than I've had the last 12 months. Wow. It is absolutely Well, it's insane. good for you, but Oh yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, yeah. But like you said, just, but it's just it it's just crazy, man. Like again, I kind of downplayed it whenever, you know, last week and the week before as things were kind of starting to churn into, you know, mainstream media. But I'm just still, I feel like this is like, I feel like it's a bad dream, you know? Yeah, it kind of feels that way. So has it impacted your job? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. 
I actually have been ordered to work from home. Our office is ordered to work from home starting this week, starting, you know, two days ago, Monday. Um, So, but not only from that standpoint, but from a business standpoint, um, absolutely, absolutely. We won't get into details about your job, but your job is very based on the market. Volatile, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I can see this definitely impacting you. Like you said, you're working from home as it is now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you didn't even put on pants for when I came over to do the podcast. (laughs) Well, that's that's normal, though. (laughs) I was using Uh, that Manscaped, bro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, (laughs) Getting getting ready for you. (laughs) Thanks. I feel uh, blessed, I guess I would say. Uh, I, too, have been impacted. Um, Same thing. So my my position, uh, like I... It's very essential, and actually, I'm in the pharmaceutical world, which is very important, especially in today's world right now, uh, but I'm doing a lot of uh, I don't know, writing documents and stuff like that, stuff that doesn't require me to have face inter- face-to-face interaction with people, mm-hmm. uh, so I have, too, been kicked off site and uh, been mandated to work from home as well. I just hope that this, um, whatever they call it, flattening of the curve or whatever it is, rounding of the curve, whatever they call it. I just hope that it's beneficial and it actually like proves, you know, this thing goes away quicker. I don't know. Um, I just hope it's so, all for nothing, not no, all for nothing. No, you're, and you're right. So ideally I see what they're doing, but here's my concern with that logs. So we, we, we flatten the curve, whatever. Do we actually get rid of the virus? It's not going to get rid of it. But it's it might still, buy us some time. Right, until, it's still out there. But we're not going to have a vaccine for another 12 to 18 months. That if, long? Yeah, because of all the red tape. And that's with red tape being removed. Really? I was seeing somewhere they already started like clinical. No, exactly. They started clinical trials. But even though you start clinical trials, you have all the stuff that has to be done up mm-hmm. to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I saw somewhere it would be six months. Uh, 12 to 18 seems excessive, but what do I know? So right now, again, I work for the pharmaceuticals industry. Right now, if we have a new product development, it's about five years from the moment we produce, develop that product to be released to the public. Hmm. So they've cut a lot of red tape to try to get this vaccine out there a lot faster. And what's the red tape? What is what's that? I mean, oh, just what like, would that be? Clinical? So many steps so, of clinicals? Yeah, yeah. So you have, like, when you get to, like, a clinical, right now they're trying to clinical on people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Usually you have a lot of steps to go through before you get to that point. So mm-hmm. you have, you know, animal animals, subjects. Yeah. Mammals, stuff like that. You have all these different things you have to prove out before you get to the human trials. Right. Uh, so that them cutting that way down really helped. I mean, at the F, so I'm not getting political here. Trump has re- released FDA to open the doors a lot on mm-hmm. anything they can do to help us out, mm-hmm. to speed it up. So, What's your thoughts on, I, I get the social distancing, but what do you think about, like closing restaurants and bars and movie theaters and gyms. That the yeah. last one I'm really pissed off about. The gym? Yeah. That's my that's my mental out, man, in like Mine too. Can't you tell? Right. Yeah. Um and now I can't do that. I feel like I can't do anything. I feel like I'm on house arrest basically. No, is yeah, exactly how it feels. Now that's why I go back to the thing where I think we're being a little over kill on it is, is that kind of stuff again we're not getting rid of the virus we're slowing it down but once we start getting active again and as soon as that virus gets active again it's just gonna hit us the same again because mm-hmm. we're we haven't built up immunity uh vaccines not available yeah so <sighs> basically movie theaters are closed for six to eight weeks yeah my gym said they're not opening until i think april 6th is like their quote-unquote planned and i'd, I'd be willing to bet that changes and yeah it could change and then you know i don't know about restaurants i haven't really heard a time frame there that's probably just indefinitely yeah uh my daughter's school's out um they're talking about maybe not even going back this colleges year. extended yeah, spring breaks indefinite yeah it's just so crazy, it, man. It, it, We've never been subjected to anything like this in our lifetime. No, that I can remember. Not, no, not not even remotely close to this. Um, I, I don't. I, I again, I understand why they're doing it. I just think it's too much, and maybe it's because they can't. I was gonna say maybe they can't trust the public being smart, but they proved that with spring break this week, with the beaches being loaded with college students. 
Have you seen that? That they still went, you mean? Or Yeah, have you seen the pictures? Mm-mm. Yeah, so like Clearwater and stuff like that, they're showing pictures of it just being loaded with college students. And they're just like, oh, we don't care. So that, unfortunately, is why we have all these guidelines is to try to prevent because people can't make correct decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people are too much on themselves, I think, is a big reason as well. People are like, oh, I feel okay. I am okay. Yeah. They're not thinking big not, picture. Not thinking big picture. Not thinking about whose grandma that might be impacting or what. So. Right, right. Now, my goal is to be here next week, Lugs. Um, but some development. Um, my wife is in the healthcare industry. She's a nurse practitioner. One of her patients that she has directly uh, is being currently being tested for it. They oh, think, great. They think she has it. So that means my wife is exposed to it. Which means you're exposed to which it. Which means I'll be exposed to it. So when did this happen? Uh, I think they're supposed to find out the test results today. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you just brought it into my house. Thanks. Yeah. I, actually, I didn't think about that until I said that. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey social distancing. Maybe yeah. I kept it. I didn't mean to cough on a drink I gave you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you just screwed me. That's all right. Um, Thankfully, I think we're healthy. We're healthy we'll be enough, okay. Yeah. Just we need to make sure we don't, you know, don't go visit your mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I could have gotten it at the grocery store last night, which, holy shit, if you've been to a grocery store. I, I refuse. I, I went curtain, last I night um, and with a buddy of mine, actually. We were like, let's just go crack skulls and see what happens. And there wasn't very many people there, but holy crap, it was picked over. There was like literally nothing. What buddy? Is it going to be the moderator? Yeah, next it's week? Our, actually a moderator that uh, everybody's going to meet next next week. Uh, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. All right. Uh, we got something fun planned for something fun planned for you guys next fun. week and different. Fun. It might be fun for you because you'll be kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe depends on our on our listeners and what questions they send us. Uh, but we'll delve into that here in just a second. But. Dude, it was crazy. There was absolutely no like fresh meat, so no chicken, no beef, no no nothing. Everything was prepackaged, like bacon, deli meats, and there was like barely any of that stuff. Um, there was like a little bit of like one percent milk, and no whole milk or two percent, you know, none of that stuff. Uh, there was like whole cage free, like the really expensive eggs. Those were like the only eggs there. Um, what store did you go to? Schnooks. Okay. Uh, went That's to a local grocery store. Yeah, I went to Schnooks. Uh, went to Aldi before that, if anybody's familiar with Aldi. Um, and they actually closed early. We got there at like 7.20. They normally are open till 8, and they had already closed. Um, and we drove by Meyer, and Meyer was just, it looked like a madhouse, so we just kept going. But Yeah, that's insane, man. But ultimately, I did get like $80 worth of stuff to... You know. Well, if you need, if Glugs, if you need some fresh meat, swing by my house one day this weekend. I'll give you some deer. I do have quite a bit of um, stuff in my freezer, so I'll be all right. I was just gonna like go pick up some stuff. You gotta get your toilet paper. But um, yeah, I'm all right on toilet paper. But uh, it was just crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah, absolutely. It has fucked our racing lives right now. So thankfully, hopefully, that we continue this, these episodes during this off time to help keep somewhat normalcy for our fans. Yep. And we don't know what we'll have to talk about, guys, but obviously we'll come the up with news something. and yeah, we'll, we'll try to do some something. different things for you. But um, yeah, that kind of leads us into, you know, the main thing is they have canceled, you know, or postponed essentially all racing until May. And who's to say that that's actually going to happen? I, I, I'm not going to hold my breath. I hope it does happen, but... Who knows at this point? Everything's unknown. Yeah, and one thing that's really unfortunate is that we were actually planning to go to Talladega in late April, so yep. now we won't have that opportunity. Yep. So that's that's done. Um, and NASCAR's come out and said, like, hey, obviously this isn't what we want to do, but, you know, this is what's for the greater good, which it is. It is. Um, so I can't be mad at NASCAR. You know, everybody, all professional sports had to make a call, and it was pretty much the all all the same call for everybody, unfortunately. Um, so this is what it is and we have to kind of deal with it and hopefully we'll just come out on this thing stronger. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's going to be hard with no racing. Yeah. Thankfully 
NASCAR is unique and something that is offered that other sports can't have. So whenever you go to a football game, basketball game, it's so dependent upon that athlete's skill with the ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the, our athletes in our sport, their skill is how they control the steering wheel, basically. Right. We had the luxury of using iRacing. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, it's not, an, an all, it's not a 100% alternative, but it is something. And they're giving us some iRacing events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one this past week. Uh, the replacements 100, which we did offer bonus points, and no one got the bonus points. Yeah, I don't think anybody really expected Josh Williams to come out. And no, here I am. I'm thinking it's Josh Williams, an Xfinity driver. Yeah. Come find out it's not. I thought the same thing, okay. man. I thought okay. the same thing. Which should, there is a race tonight. There's an open race to get into an event for tomorrow that's created by Ryan Vargas. Mm-hmm. And Josh Williams, I was thinking, is going to be in this. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, um... Damn, still miss uh, pissed that I I missed that sign up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so Lugs was attempting to make the like so tonight it was going to be an open race. The top qualifier for the open race is going to race in the main event tomorrow. Three hundred people signed up. Yeah, and they cut it off. It was basically open for like maybe an hour or two. I was gonna mm-hmm. run and so I had to have you have to have like your customer account number, and I didn't know what that was, so I was gonna go get it like on my break, and. By the time that happened, it was already capped. So I was like, shit. That <laughs> sucks. Uh, I've been pretty awesome Maybe to have a be, wrecking racing truck out yeah, there. Yeah, we're going to make it happen. So hopefully there'll be another one next week. Yep. Uh, where was this one? Is it Homestead? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So technically, what next week would have been, what, Texas, I think. So maybe they'll do another one. I wonder if we can find someone who made it, if we can throw them a couple bucks and put our logo on their car. Probably. If you're listening to this episode and you made it to that main event, let us know. Um, our logo should be available on Trading Paints. Uh, we did have Steve Luvender on here before, and he said he's going to add it. Mm-hmm. So he's a really cool guy. What's the cost um, to get it, uh, uh, something off of Trading Paints? Is it 20 bucks? You did it, right? I didn't. No, I bought Trading Paints. <laughs> right, but what's yeah, that? It was like 20 bucks, something okay. like that. I just need to do that, honestly. I need to do that. Hopefully they'll have one in Texas next week, and I can get signed up for that earlier, so... If you see that, shoot me another message and I'll get on it ASAP. ASAP. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the replacements was done. Josh Williams made a, I mean, what would you call it? He just kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, man. William Byron gave him a run. but For a short period. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Parker Kligerman was catching him and then he had a malfunction. He, like, it looked like he blew a tire. Yeah, he said his computer blacked out. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. <laughs> um, which is one of those things that could happen. Like, you have mechanical issues in a race. Even in iRacing, you got PC issues. It. Yeah. Uh, and, but they it was announced today that there's going to be a invitational series with some top drivers. And I yeah. haven't seen all the names, but some of the big names are like Dell Jr., Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. Chris Bell. Larson. Uh, Boyer. Boyer yep. Byron's gonna be in it. Yeah, I think that's cool, man. I'll watch that. Yeah, I heck mean, yeah. It's not the same, but I'll still watch it. It's something, right? Yeah. So this podcast, some eye racing. Hell, we'll try to keep some normalcy again going for the fans, and it's yeah. gonna try to. T- they're gonna try to take the same time slot that the race would have, mm-hmm. and they're actually hoping to air it on Fox Sports. Oh, really? Yes. That'll get a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Um, which. You know, speaking of podcasts and keeping things going, guys, next week, we'll just go ahead and kind of talk about next week. We're going to do a a special episode. I mean, we'll still have news and and talk about God knows what, but we're going to have a guest. He's going to be a moderator for us, and we're going to have a NASCAR trivia uh, segment. So we need your help to do that. We have set up a uh, email account that the gas man and I do not have access to that you, the fans, the listeners, can send your trivia questions to. uh, And that email is wreckingandracingtrivia at gmail.com. So our normal email address, just add trivia at the end at gmail.com. And send us your questions. Try to stump us. We're just going to have fun with it. But that email is being moderated by the moderator that's going to issue the questions next week, uh, our buddy Jason. So 
Um, JC. We'll, we'll call him JC. JC. So tune in, obviously, for that episode. It's going to be fun. But also send us your questions. We need questions. So it could be anything. Oh, my God. We're going to get our ass kicked it could on be, this. But it, yeah, it could yeah. be anything um, stat-wise, personal information about drivers, die casts, uh, paint scheme. I mean, you name it. <laughs> if it's NASCAR, send it over. Yeah. I Honestly, I anything we're we're open for anything like yeah just don't know. ask us dumb questions like how many tires did neil bonnet take at bristol in 1981 because yeah, i don't freaking yeah, know no yeah exactly make, make it at least like questions that we can have a shot at okay um like how many wins did dale jarrett have in 1998 i don't know but at least that's a little you know bit of a question <laughs> that i could take a shot in the dark at yeah um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm actually excited to see what we can get with that. And uh, we actually did have one of our fans, John Elliott, did reach out to us. He's like, "Is there a cap? How many questions?" Oh Jesus! <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck me!" <laughs> uh, the answer is that no, there's not. And we might pick the best one. Yeah, we, we might have JC pick the best yeah, ones. Yeah, if we uh, have like a thousand or something. Exactly. But. So there's a chance that not all questions are going to be asked. Uh, but you know, we're going to make it an episode, so, so I'm sure we'll go through quite a bit. Yeah. So make some good ones. Uh, we're going to figure out how we're going to buzz in because what if we both know the answer? Or maybe we'll move back and forth. Like he'll ask me a question. If I don't know it, you get a chance to defend or something like that well if he's moderator make him come up with the rules well yeah we'll have to think of uh, <laughs> how he wants to do it he's creative he can come he, he can come up with something yeah but it'll be yep. a fun a fun episode next week guys definitely send us those again wrecking and racing tr- trivia at gmail.com so yep. send us those questions you could come up with like wr trivia dot at gmail.com you say wrecking and racing at gmail.com so often I that's true that's true piggyback off that we'll just throw the trivia okay. in there it makes sense that makes sense. Uh, so, what other kind of news we had to talk about, or what other kind of you know anything else on the iRacing events that happened or anything? Uh, there's a lot of crashes in that in that race. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. Um, felt like it was almost like a real <laughs> race there for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the second, the first half, yes. The second half was actually very calm mm-hmm. and yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some decent racing. I was actually impressed with how well they raced because I sure in the hell can't do that. Someone gets next to me, it's guaranteed that them or I am spinning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. And, uh, and Lugs posted a perfect uh, video on um, Twitter today making fun of me, but it's, it's accurate. I'm not going to lie. Do you want to describe the video? Uh, One of the drivers was coming into the pits and hit the pit barrier, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And that's his, I mean, I'm confident I've done that more than once in video Uh, games. Yeah. I I mean, I think I've probably done it. Um, But it's funny because I was like, hey, look, it's it's Gas Man. And I was like, oh, just kidding. He would have wrecked way before we got to pit stops. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, yeah, but let's see here. I, I think that's about all the. So, and this, yeah. So nothing on I racing, but in this time, not only do we not know exactly how the schedule is going to pick up, when it does, we don't know how it's going to actually look for the rest of the year because they're looking to possibly do midweek races, yeah, double headers, like everything's on the table at this point. They said that they don't want to do. They don't want to take like Talladega and do a double header in October. Like they'd rather have them spaced apart. Which I'm okay with that. I think sure. that that would be. I mean, I totally would be cool with seeing a, you know, whatever Friday afternoon race if that had to be the situation. Now that you know, obviously would have to be a, an off weekend or something like that there. But they've talked about you know working some races in during the Summer Olympics, um, some off weekends, Easter. So well, Easter, Easter's not going to happen. Why no. the hell would they have said Easter? Because I did oh. see that somewhere. Maybe that was before typically, they announced yeah, the May. Typically, Easter weekend is a weekend off, but I think this year, obviously, it's past that point. Yeah, I think they may have said Easter before they said, hey, no more races until May. Because they so, originally started two yeah, weeks, yeah, and now yeah, it's extended yeah, out to so May. that's what it was there. But, um, I mean, I'm cool with cool with them making it up. Um, they said they still have the intention of having Phoenix as the ultimate you know, championship mm-hmm. race, but they did kind of leave the door open a little bit on that. Sure. So... Like it's all in flux. Well, we won't know. And here in just a little bit, we're actually going to have uh, our normal guest, uh, Ryan Bell, crew chief from NBM. He's going to call in here in a little bit. Maybe he's heard stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's heard stuff. But really, just kind of 
get a. I want to like just understand what happened. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, all the teams were in Atlanta in total leave. Yeah, and then total leave. Yeah. So really, kind of just get our minds wrapped around kind of what Ryan and his team and the whole industry is you know experienced this week, and maybe he's got some good rumors for us. He always does. Yeah, he's one that he's. I love when Ryan comes on because he always gives great insight. Mm-hmm. He's always a great interview. Um, a little bit of other news. Uh, Wood Brothers was raising money for tablets um, yeah. for the nursing homes there yep. in the North Carolina area to give to you know visitors and, and yep. people there. So, so that's kind of cool. So, yeah, so the elderly can still stay in contact with their yeah, family. Yeah, FaceTime with them yeah. and stuff like that and obviously limit the potential you know, illness, infection, stuff like that. So, yep. And news pops today popped that, uh, Amy Earnhardt is pregnant again. Yeah. So, uh, Dale Jr. And Amy are pregnant with her second child. And they released a video of like her surprising Dale with the announcement. That seemed awkward to me. And he's just like, what? What's her shirt say? <laughs> Big sister. And he's, he's like, like what? 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 He's like looking around like confused. Then he's like, it was funny because he's like, how do you know that it's going to be a girl? And then it was like, oh, sister. She's the sister. Yeah, talking about Isla. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yep. it was it was nice. It was genuine. It was funny. Yeah. And it was a little bit later they had a video of Isla trying to say, I'm going to be a big sister. And I was kind of, she's only like a year and a half or whatever. So it was kind of funny her saying that. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Old Junior. Got to love him. Yep. Um and then I guess they also came out and said, uh, "Testing, testing is banned, right? No yes, more, yes, no more Sims, uh, yeah, post shakedowns, yeah, anything seven like that. Seven post eight post shakedowns, any of that. So now people are questioning. Okay, so all simulations banned right now. Why isn't I racing? Well, that's that's not really a simulation. They're talking about like the GM, like re, twenty thousand dollar rig. You go sit in that completely." Looks like a yeah, car, feels yeah. like a car. And there's no way to to mandate or moderate that. You know, if you, yeah. you're going to do walking to somebody's home and tell them they can't use their personal computer for iRacing, I mean, yeah. you can't really control that. No. And, and actually, I feel like it's more of a, less of a bane on the drivers doing things than it is on the crews. Because you know every crew chief out there, especially for the bigger teams, is going to try to find that one advantage because they got extra weeks now to try to find that one thing at these racetracks. Yeah. Uh, my question is, man, is is, and this obviously is a rhetorical question. It remain, remains to be seen, but is all this crap that's happening? How's it going to impact the twenty twenty one car? Mm, very good point. Do is there a chance we see? So anything they pushed said that everything is still going forward on that like normal. But as we've seen, we've heard normal one day, and then the very next day, life is flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. Right. Crazy man, crazy. Yeah, I mean, because they've limited the teams on, like, what parts they have this year, and a lot of teams sold off parts. Is the expectation going into the 2021 car? I mean, if they have to extend it another season, that could do some damage to some teams who don't have the resources. Right, or could it be a situation where what we saw when they rolled out the COT car, right? They had two cars. Two cars. Oh, my gosh, what a cluster. They had, you know, yeah. the Some sleek and sexy yeah. car, and they had the box with the big-ass spoiler, Yeah, in the words of Dale Jr. on the back. Um, but could we see that? I mean, I don't see why we couldn't. It's going to create a cluster, but, I mean, they've done it before. Yep. I mean, I could see that just because of limitations. Because mm-hmm. if we get pushed back a whole lot further and they're not able to work on the test in the, gen, the next-gen car... I think they're going to have to do that. I don't think they're going to be able to go a whole season. Like, I don't think they can kick back and say, okay, the car's coming in 2022 now. I think they'll still have to implement it in 2021, but maybe not on a full-time basis. Right. So I think they may be stuck doing that. Yep, yep. Which is, again, a cluster. I feel for these small teams. Yeah. I mean, I always feel for small teams anyway, but this is like a really extraordinary event. Absolutely, man. Um, and sad thing is, is, we didn't get to see the bounty, man. We didn't get to see the bounty take place. Yeah, we're all hyped for that. I hope that that all still happens. I'm sure it will. But with the schedules and everything, oh, that's, man. Oh, yeah, it's true. That's who knows true. how that's going to work. That sucks. Yep. I was really looking forward to that. Yeah, and hopefully still we'll have some discussions with Ryan here in a little bit, and he can give us more insights on everything that he knows and he's seen and some yeah. feelings for these small teams. Before we get to Ryan, 
Uh, we do want to yeah. touch base and tell you guys a little bit uh, more about our sponsor. Heck yeah. Manscaped. So long as I got a question for you, bud. Go for it. So have you recently maybe started talking to someone? <laughs> maybe I have. Okay. Maybe this person, have they ever I mean, mentioned? I mean, I talk to people on a daily basis. You know what I mean. <laughs> so has this person ever mentioned, damn, I wish you were less hairy? <laughs> no, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for asking well, I don't know I'm just curious I'm, I'm just curious so welcome again Manscaped to Wrecking Racing Podcast so folks let's, let's just let's be adults here yeah yeah exactly so uh, if you don't know what so, Manscaped is let's just start there well what, what is Manscaping it's just keeping your Keeping your goods in a... <laughs> it's been all over movies, yeah. everything else. Okay. It's just keeping everything... This, exactly. So we're Tolerable, not, we'll just say. Yeah, so we're not in the 70s anymore. So we, you know, the societal expectation of women is to be trimmed up. It's now switched to men as well. Yeah. Yeah, taking care... Reciprocate. Taking care of yourself. Exactly. Take care of yourself. You know, I... Women don't want to floss whenever they're they're <laughs> down <laughs> down there, right? Whenever they're helping you out, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so in their manscape, they yeah. They, so they found a niche in the market. Hey, we need this, so they have designed products specifically for this. Yeah. So some of the products they have is the new lawnmower 3.0 that has a 7,000 RPM motor in it. That's with cool. quiet stroke technology. Let me tell you, they gave they gave me one of these. They give you one too, these two? They did. They did. That thing is quiet as hell. Yeah, it is. It is so smooth seeming, quiet as hell. So I actually took the guard off of it mm-hmm. and I put it against my arm, my stomach, stuff like that, trying to see if it would nick me. I couldn't get it to nick me. Really? Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie. You're a little more brave than well, I was. Well, so, <laughs> no, exactly. So no, no. I, let me go a little further. All I'm right. Probably TMI, and I apologize. But hey, it's all hey. we're being we're being honest and serious. Yeah. So many years ago, in my dating life, which oh, has been very is, is this a, an experience? Story? Yeah, it was a horrible. Oh. It involved blood. Oh, God. okay. So little little manscaping with the improper equipment involved blood, and oh. and me saying ouch and jumping around a lot. Oh. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. This with the lawnmower 3.0 completely different. It is is designed for ease of use. It is quiet. It's nice. It's curved to make it a little you know easier to get into those hard to reach spots. And it worked well. No nicks. No nicks. No, no nicks. Blood. With guard, without guard, I had no problems. Smooth. My wife is enjoying it. And it's not just for men either. I mean, I'm sure women can use this in their nether regions as sure, well. Sure. Sure. I don't see why not. Yeah. So, what, what, have you tried any of the products? I have, man. So, um, they sent us, they sent me, uh, I assume they sent you the same thing, uh, a little goodie pack. It had, you know, the lawnmower 3.0, um, as well as... Um, ball deodorant? Ball deodorant. And, like, a refreshing and, spritzer. And Yeah, a refreshing spritzer, which, have you used that? I have not, I, not the refreshing spritzer, the ball deodorant, yes. The, see, okay, so I'm, I'm opposite of you. I haven't used the, the deodorant yet, but I did use the spritzer. That stuff smells like cologne. That's awesome. Without, That's awesome. Without the, obviously, probably stingingness that like yeah. a cologne would have if you were to spray yeah. it down there. It smelled pretty damn good. And it's yeah. just nice little pick-me-up if you need it. Maybe, maybe your significant other's on their way over and... Yeah. Just, you just need a little pick-me-up in case yeah. something happens. You Maybe know? this is the second date. Things might happen. <laughs> Maybe it's the first date and things <laughs> yeah. might happen. Yeah. Maybe you swiped right last night and, and now you're about to swipe all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, I mean, those are, those are the... I haven't used the ball deodorant, but the two products that I have used, fantastic. I would buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I, and uh, I, I would tell you right now, I will continue to buy it. Yeah. So I do have the lawnmower 3.0, so I'm good there. If they come out with a new, I mean, they've put over 18 months of innovation into the lawnmower 3.0. Come yep. out with this compared to their 2.0, mm-hmm. and here in a year or so, if they come out the 4.0, I, I'd be very tempted to get it. Yeah. Now the ball deodorant and a spritzer, I guarantee I'll buy that stuff again. Now they also have a cologne, um, a cologne I saw. I don't know if you got it or not, but there's like a little catalog thing yep. that came with yep. it. So a cologne. Yep. There's a straight razor. Yep, called the for plow your, for your yep plow for, for your you know face or face, whatever. Face or, like if you really want to get down and yeah. cut the grass, right? 
<laughs> really scalp it. Yeah. Um, so they got other things too, guys. So definitely, you know, maybe the um, maybe the razor isn't what you want, or maybe yeah. what you need. But they got all kinds of other stuff. So go check them out. Yeah. And use our promo code WR Podcast for twenty percent off and free shipping. And free shipping. Twenty percent off, free shipping. That's badass. So I. So I, I keep saying so. I apologize, but we we had Tame the Beast products before. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I want to compare the nut butter to the ball deodorant. Very similar items. The nut butter seemed like more of a novelty item that kind of worked. This looks like it's a thing that actually works. That's kind of novelty. Oh, okay. So I I the ball deodorant that Manscaped has to me is hands and down better than nut butter. Mm. It's less. Creamy, creamy. I don't like. I, I less feel, of a lotion. Yeah, I want to use nut butter. I liked it, but I feel like I spent Crisco down there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Just so this one's a little more dry. It's, yeah, it's more like an actual. Kinda. Actually, it's more like an actual true lotion. I'm gonna use it reviewed on the next episode. Fantastic. I'll use a spritzer. There you go. See, Update you one week from now. Absolutely. So reckoning, or excuse me, WR podcast at manscape.com. So your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. All right. So we actually have a giveaway. Oh yeah. I what are we gonna do for the giveaway? So we have I don't know, we haven't talked about this. We have we'll actually have two different giveaways. <laughs> yeah. One is gonna be a large shirt and a large pair of boxers from Manscaped, and the other one's gonna be a Manscaped large shirt. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have one shirt and then we're gonna have a shirt boxer combo. Maybe we put those people that send us trivia questions into a random drawing and you could win one of those packages through that. How about that? How about this? How about this? The first person that sends us a copy of their, of their purchase from, from a manscaped gets the shirt and boxers. Okay. The people who submit questions to our trivia will do a drawing for the shirt. Sounds good. So folks, I'm, I'm being serious. Take advantage of this. They're a NASCAR sponsor. Show them some love. Show us some love. I mean, they're nice enough to you know, talk to us and offer us uh, some help here on the show. Uh, let's, let's get the fans out there to help them. WRpodcast at manscaped.com. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we will switch over and talk to our crew chief buddy, Ryan. Hey, folks. We're welcomed by Ryan Bell, our... I guess our um, celebrity uh, crew chief that calls in regularly with us, uh, who's one of the best conversations that we always have. So, um, I what what can I call you? Can I call you uh, the best crew chief in the Xfinity garage? The the car guru? What explains you? I'll, I'll take the guru. I uh, there's a lot of really really good people that I, I still got to catch up with to be the best, but uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And whenever Ryan's on the show, for all the people listening, when Ryan's on the show, our numbers usually really jump up because he's always so insightful and brings so much to the conversation. So, again, we thank you for taking the time to talk to us and uh, for our fans to listen to. Hey, no problem. I love being on with you guys. Good, good. So, obviously, one reason why we reached out to see if you can come on today was to talk about all this disappointing NASCAR news that's been going on recently. Um, Man, it's been a it's been wild, hasn't it? It's been oh. a, insane. Is a, an easy way to put it. Um, you know, just kind of dial it back to the kind of first week when things really started to happen. You guys show up to show up to Atlanta. Kind of, kind of fill us in like the whole like order of events that happened once you got to Atlanta. Well, let's let's actually back up to about forty eight hours before that. We started receiving messages, uh, email intel from nascar that you know there would be some sort of coronavirus reaction uh, i'm not allowed to say coronavirus sorry um covid19 you know, we're just gonna we're just yeah we're just gonna go ahead and break the rules for this interview i <laughs> sure. apologize but uh, yes. there would be some sort of coronavirus um change to the weekend schedule so we all left friday morning some of us on plane some of us in vehicles to go to atlanta to to do the the normal schedule um, literally half an hour before credentials was supposed to be open, we received a email from NASCAR saying the weekend events had changed um, due to 
fears of of what was going on. Um, obviously, the NBA canceling the night before was uh, put a lot of pressure on us. But uh, so in the next probably three hours while at the racetrack, it went from unloading and going straight on the track to qualify, no practice, and straight on to race for all three series. Then it went to a doubleheader on Saturday with the trucks on Friday, and then ultimately um, canceling the entire event. But I'll tell you what, it was the weirdest four hours of my career, I will have to say. <laughs> it's just, I mean, think all those fans are sitting around, and just like every 10 minutes we're getting hit with something new, either via the sport or via society. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's crazy to, to sit back, especially – on the sports side and then look at the social side, you know, from us as a sport, there was a lot of greed. Um, Cause obviously as of Monday morning, there was thousands and thousands of NASCAR employees without jobs, um, teams laid off, shut down. Um, so obviously standing there Friday in Atlanta, we were all very angry, um, selfishly angry, just worried about what our futures held. Um, and then you have to shift to, okay, what are we going to do? How long are they going to shut us down? How many of these races are we going to make up? What does this do to our current standing in in the sport? Um, and then obviously you're looking on the outside watching schools get shut down, you know, towns talking about martial law, bringing mm. people inside, not letting you out after a certain time. You kind of got to step back from a sporting point of view and go, oh, crap, you know, this is, this is the real world. This yeah. isn't just affecting our little – our little racetracks. And not only are you stepping back and looking at it, is it step back and look at how people are reacting as well. It it is insane on how some people are just like went nuts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard for me to stand here and, and, uh, and political to be politically correct and say that everyone handles tragedy in their own way. I feel that a lot of what's happened in our country shows how unstable our country really is. And, and it shows a lot of, I guess, people's fear and distrust in the government and, you know, kind of what our, what our world's built on, you know, you or, or sorry, our country's built on, you take away sports, you take away television, you take away social gatherings and people become unstable. They become, <laughs> Yeah. a little weird, you know, yeah. and, and it makes you realize how important some of the stuff that shouldn't be that important is to our culture these days. Yeah. It's so are you, are you in charge of the actual like shop itself? Like making sure supplies are in the shop and, you know, like the paper towels, stuff like that are in your shop. Yes. Yes. We, me and uh, Gary Showalter take, not take turns, but we kind of co-run the shop. He takes care of everything. He stays all week. So he takes care of most of it. And then, Obviously, I when I'm home, I try to take care of most of the purchasing, most of that kind of stuff. But that's the crazy thing, you know. We this sounds so stupid, but when you employ as many people as we do, and it's not even as many as most teams, the little things like, hey y'all, we got to go buy toilet paper. Like <laughs> we're worried about multi-million-dollar race cars, and right now we're stopping work because we can't find a place to wipe our butts. You're right. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like that's the crazy. Uh, and then you obviously have the point where restaurants and things are closing down. So now I have to, me and Carl and Dee Dee and everyone are turning our focus to how do we feed our employees? Because we are open, just for the record. NBM Motorsports is going to keep paying our employees. We're going to keep moving forward, and we are going to keep the doors open because that's how much we think of our people. You know, a lot of these teams sent their guys home, some of them with no, no money, no, no option for money. And now they're going to ask them to come back in eight weeks and go racing again. And I just feel like that's not fair. Carl felt like that wasn't fair. And we felt like there's no way we'd be prepared for what was going to be ahead of us if we didn't keep our employees. Is it going to be tough or is it going to back us into a corner? Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's about your people and the way you treat your people. And I think NBM Motorsports has showed that in the darkest of times, we stand by the men who, men and women who have built this team, and that's a pretty big thing to say about Carl and Dee Long. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I I'm very happy to hear that. Extremely happy to hear that. We keep hearing all the horror stories about people, like like you said, being off for eight weeks, 
it's it's like they're almost like they expected is for them not to do anything or find another job just a drop of a hat they're ready to go back again and right and when, when we do go back racing and i don't know how much you've kept up i know you keep up with everything you guys both but you know we're gonna end up racing twice a week we're gonna end up racing on you'll have tuesday to. nights and probably saturdays yeah and that's gonna mean you're gonna need more cars ready and more things yep. prepared than you've ever had yeah. um, not to mention your guys are gonna be on the road seven days a week yeah you know so that's that's really changed to me changes the landscape of how you have to look at this eight weeks off and sadly we have to look past the virus and look past reality and get focused on racing again as quick as possible yeah so i know they came out with you know mandates canceling any kind of uh simulations or you know seven post shakedown something like that uh that probably doesn't really impact you as much but do you think that it will help keep a level playing field for you guys closer to being level yeah it's definitely going to keep keep these guys from going out and and just spending i mean basically if you look at it this is our off season this is almost the same amount of time as we take off between homestead and daytona so i mean yeah you could if you really took what you we happened the first three races we know goodyear's tire now we know the new compounds are coming out with we kind of know what it's done to the sport so yeah you could do a lot in eight weeks um where when you leave homestead you know, yeah, they send you tire data, they do this, they do that, but you just don't really know where now you kind of have an advantage. So I'm glad they, they nixed all that, and I'm glad that they were worried about the competition, which is awesome. So, Ryan, this is uh, Lugs. I've got a question for you. Um, this is obviously pretty unprecedented and unchartered, you know, waters um, for the sport to go through something like this. But going back to a second ago, you said, you know, we're looking at doing, you know, whether it's racing twice a week or double headers or whatever that turns out to be. Do you see, cause I mean, that's got to put such a financial strain on all the teams, not, you know, just the smaller teams, but all the teams. Right. Um, so that's going to be more tires each weekend, you know, uh, more traveling, more hotels, uh, all of it. Right. So do you foresee like does NASCAR, would they ever step out and, and offer any sort of like financial assistance in these kind of unknown situations or is it just kind of you don't know and you just navigate it the best you can i do know this and and i want to say that nascar and its officials have been amazing you know they they all know what we're about to go through and they they all understand the ramifications of all these decisions um them included i mean they have multi-million dollar contracts with these racetracks tv media you know so they they reached out in the original um, statement saying, guys, we'll do whatever we can. Um, but obviously, we all know there's a limit to that. Right. So they're thrashing. Um, they've promised us, and obviously if they change this, I will not hold it against them. They've promised us a schedule by Friday so we could start to make some decisions. But, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we travel differently than a lot of teams. Um, by then – you know, some of our guys fly, we fly somewhere, but a lot of our guys drive and you're going to race Tuesday night, turn around, you know, maybe you race Tuesday in Atlanta and you race Saturday in Miami, mm-hmm. which I don't think they'll do, but you never know. Um, that's going to involve a whole different type of transportation for our little team and for a lot of teams. Plus you basically have told your guys that for the biggest part of this year, they're working seven days a week. Because when you race Saturday, by the time the hauler gets home, you're going to peel cars out of it, put them back in, and you're, that hauler's going to have to leave Sunday evening to be wherever it's got to go Tuesday morning. You know, it's going to be a little crazy. It's going to be more than a little crazy. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be absolutely insane. The, the biggest thing I think you're going to see is a lot of no practice. Um, a lot of maybe unload, one quick practice and race, like one-day show things. And to be honest with you, that's going to change the competition more than anything. Uh, you're going to see a lot of these guys, a lot of these teams that get by on luck and get by on, you know, setting their car up and practice and making big swings. You're not going to have that. So if you're not showing up pretty close to being race ready, 
you're going to be in trouble. And I think you're going to see a higher percentage of uh, self-induced mechanical failures. I think you're going to see a higher percentage of of cars, big name cars, struggling and stuff like that. Cause they right. just not used to that kind of racing, you know. Ryan, do you do you foresee them um, amending any of the race lengths um, to give you know a little bit more? resources available or anything like that open up a little you know resources whether it's financial or you know tire resources whatever it, it may be do you see them playing with the race lengths at all like if there's going to be you know two races a week anything like that i think you're going to see a lot of races have halfway breaks i think you're going to see a lot of races not have live pit stops mm. um just to try to keep some of the travel out of it because mm-hmm. i mean you think about it these pit crews have got to fly from you know here to here to here to here to here some to cup some to xfinity you know it, it's going to be wild and i think for safety more than anything they're going to try to cut back how many people have to be on the road and how many people have to travel you know a lot of uh non-essential personnel type stuff will be in- implemented um i feel like a lot of the updates like, thank God for technology and thank God for everything, but to watch Ryan Newman walk away from what he did at Daytona and literally the worst-case scenario, NASCAR has implemented uh, new new bars in the cars for um, the super speedway races. Well, I think, in the, I think in normal times, we would be welding those bars in, taking the cars to the tech center, have to get them recertified, the whole deal, where now it's just going to be a, hey, we're going to look at them at the track, they better be right, and, you know, we're going to go race, like that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Um, so in this case, like, if you take it to the track and they look and they don't like what they see, what what's going to be, the, like, the punishment? They hold your car, they make you fix it on the spot. Like, what's typical in that situation? Well, I think there's going to be a lot of, okay, pull out a line and fix it. Um, just like, so we got out to the West Coast at Vegas, and the door, the right side doors on our cars, being that most of them raced last year, and some of them actually raced the year before, had started to get a little weak. Um, NASCAR and Five Star has implemented a new right side door. Well, we didn't have any of them yet. So they said, hey, guys, we understand you're on the West Coast. We understand you're stuck out here. You know, there's no way you're mailing doors out. So when we get back to Atlanta, all your cars better be right. Yes, sir. Okay. We came home, changed all the doors. I think there's going to be a lot of that. Hey, don't bring this back. Gotcha. Unless it's just a huge performance advantage. Then obviously. Yeah. So you, you, know, you kind of get that be, one, kind of get that one gimme. That's, that's good. Couple of mulligans. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously if you're showing up every week and they're saying, guys, don't bring this back, don't bring this back. Eventually they're going to get tired of it. <laughs> and say, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. get your stuff right before you get here. But is it is refreshing to hear that NASCAR? It sounds like NASCAR is being uh, considerate. They're not being a holes about it. They're being open to to work with you guys. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, and it it all comes back to at the end of the day, it all comes back to safety, and it all comes back to trying to put the best product on the racetrack. I mean, really, at this point, if they clamp down and say, "Look, nothing's changing." Y'all are, you know, we didn't do this. Y'all didn't do this, but this is what we have to do. At the end of the day, it hurt the product and it really put guys in danger because you're you're asking teams to do things that are even the big teams that are do things that are impossible. So luckily, I guess not impossible because we're about to do it, but things that have never been thought of before, you know. So that's that's huge. Yeah, and the teams that have shut down. They don't have the luxury of spending these eight weeks doing the thing that they know they're going to have to do. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was just trying to think of another question about like purse money. You know how that impacts the. I we've talked before about how you guys utilize you know a start and park team to help pay for tires and help pay for you know different things and then the purse money. Um, and thankfully, you guys have ran well so far this season. So you guys have had some good finishes, which has helped. Um, but for the ones for the people who are listening, like how dependent 
are the teams upon, and more than just NBM, but dependent upon that purse money? So, I mean, a lot of teams are affected by that because basically you, you structure your business plan around, okay, I've got this much money in the bank to start the season. That's going to get my licenses, get my, you know, licenses, uh, my employees' drug tests, you know, pay for uniforms, get all the upstart of the season stuff that we all go through. And then that's going to get me to Daytona. That's going to put tires on the car, going to pay for hotel rooms, that whole deal. Then after Daytona, I will at least have this much money coming in every week for the next 36 weeks. Then for the off season, uh, most teams will say, okay, I have to finish in the top 20 in points, driver and owner, or driver, owner, whatever it is, to bring home that bonus money. So that way that gets me through the off season. Then, if you're smart, some teams aren't, and it bites them, then you figure in the sponsor money and say, okay, I've paid for all that out of my pocket with the purse and everything else. Now I'll throw the sponsor money on top of it. That's not always guaranteed. And that's what I'll buy my flights with. That's what I'll buy parts, pieces, the extra stuff, you know. Um, and now you take away that purse money. So, and here's the other deal. All your sponsor money is now on hold because just like us, we've got money sitting in the bank that was paid for Atlanta, Homestead, Texas. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. So we can't, I mean, I guess we could, but Carl being the owner he is and being the human being that he is, in good faith, he can't go spend that money. Right. Because he doesn't know, you know, what say for some reason, and this isn't going to happen, but for some reason this deal doesn't clear up, we don't race, now he's got to figure out a way to give back a hundred plus thousand dollars worth of money. And that's why you just have to be really smart about going through the season the way, you know, not dumping a bunch of money early on and not relying so much on your sponsors. Make sure the purse is paying your bills. Yeah. And that's why a lot of teams are got the lights out right now because they overspent and the purse isn't enough to get them through. We were, and NBM have been pretty smart about it and been blessed to make the Daytona 500 and we're able to keep the lights up. And NASCAR and, and the teams are in a very unique situation compared to other sports because the the sponsors drive the sport. So you don't have a sport right. without sponsors. And other sports out there, NFL, whoever, don't have that. Uh, so that brings right. an interesting dynamic to you guys. I'm sorry, say that last part again. I, I just said it brings a very interesting dynamic to you guys on how you have to handle this, these situations. Yeah, I mean, that's people have asked me, you know, on social media and different stuff throughout the last week, you know, well, the NBA is not worried. Major League Baseball is not. Well, they're, it's a different deal. They're multi-billion dollar corporations that have sponsors. We're, we're multi-whatever organizations that can't live without sponsors. It's, it's different. You know, those... Yeah. That sponsor money is going in to pay for the extras and pay for so much. And plus they have apparel sales. They have all these other sales where no one's going out tomorrow and buying NBM shirts. <laughs> no one's going out tomorrow and buying JD Motorsport shirts. You know, And if they are, which there are some amazing fans that are that diehard, and we love every one of you. But even if it is, it's not going to pay payroll. You know, right. NASCAR's got such a grip on the marketing nowadays then you can't profit. That's why you don't see so much merchandise as you used to, because basically you give all the money to NASCAR and they throw you a nickel here or there and say, thanks for the name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, uh, it's definitely a very different dynamic. And I think the bigger teams for once are actually the more of a disadvantage right now because, you know, they've got a lot more employees, a lot more equipment, a lot more, overhead that's all riding on sponsors that are real quick probably to turn the reins loose on their money you know yeah i mean our economy basically went into a recession overnight basically so all these companies yeah. with that money tied up you know they they don't they're not going to want to relinquish it yeah you look at some of these sponsors that are are specialty sponsors and i say that by like i don't want to say anybody out loud but or call anybody out but you know dad's company or the company that has been linked to them well it's not a multi-million dollar company it's a you know scuba diving for this or 
selling, you know, farming or stuff. All that stuff takes huge hits at times like this. Yeah. So what happens? What, what, yeah. you know, I'm, I know I'm kind of stuttering here, but it's, <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more it scares me because you just, you just don't know. You don't know what, what yeah. the economy is going to be. Are we going to bounce back? Is Trump going to keep giving people free money and drive the prices of a gallon of milk up over $10? I mean, what? What are we going to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just uh, such uncertain times. It, it is scary from moment to moment. It's just, I mean, at, tomorrow I could be out of a job and, like, at a drop of a hat. Tomorrow you could be out of a job at a drop of a hat. It's, it's scary You're living on the edge like that. I mean, that's basically what all the people in the restaurant, you know, service industry Yeah, exactly. Were. Yeah. Yeah. Is, so, it, is that the same way, uh, Ryan, in, in North Carolina, of all the restaurants, bars, gyms, all that shut down out there, I'm assuming? They're they're very close. They've actually limited our access, but have not shut a lot of them down. Um, I'm actually very surprised. Uh, obviously, if you're a religious listener of the show, you know that I, we all share the same hometown of Evansville, Indiana. And I've been talking to my mom a lot, and I'm actually surprised that you guys are ahead of us on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Where in in most things that happen, North Carolina's pretty far ahead on hitting the panic button than you guys usually. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, I've been kind of shocked. Yeah, yeah. I think part of that is because we're next to Illinois, which is well, we won't get into that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that was the big determining factor too, and why we didn't race in Atlanta is. Being that the CDC is right there and a lot of these coronavirus victims, like, or however you say it, patients, were actually being brought to Atlanta, kind of changed that dynamic as well. You know, it we may have been able to slip by if we were in Kansas or somewhere a little more off the grid, but being right there in the, the heart of it all kind of made things a little tough. Do you know how much communication there was between the CDC and NASCAR? Because I know you guys were going to race without the fans, and then maybe this is just an assumption on my part is that maybe they didn't expect the crews to make up so many people. Well, I'm going to say it this way. I'm going to I'm going to say this the best way I can. Hold on, I'm at my son's baseball practice. Hey. <laughs> okay. Throwing foul balls back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Travel baseball does not stop, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so. Basically, what took place there was a lot of conversation between the CDC, between many different political parties, and basically at 3 p.m. Eastern time that day, a very important person was going to go on TV and talk about how thanking the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, all these big-time organizations for halting their seasons and show of support for what was about to happen in our country. And we were the ones that weren't going to do it. So mm. I'll just let y'all fill in the blank. Yeah. yeah without, okay. Sure. Without uh, a <laughs> burying myself, but yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Gotcha. That's, that's, gotcha. <laughs> Read between the lines. Question, yes. There yes. was a lot of, uh, a lot of political interaction, a lot of talk with the CDC and, it was good too. I mean, they were trying to figure out the best way to keep us in business and keep our fans and our drivers and crews safe. And it just it the the numbers were never going to add up. Okay. Well, I appreciate you calling in. We're not going to keep you much longer if you're at baseball practice. Don't want to take you away from your kid. Uh, Nah, it's, I love talking to y'all, and this keeps me from yelling at him, so I'm just happy. Okay. I'm definitely that parent. <laughs> I I do have a question for you. How often is the Astros going to get beaned this season? Man, I'll tell you what. If I was an Astros player, I'd be really glad that they're getting a few weeks off because they're going to need their backsides some time to heal. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Well, Ryan, I, uh, go ahead. I, no, I just wanted to say thank you guys, and as always, I, I love being on the show. And I got uh, I got Mr. Chad Fincham lined up, hopefully to come on and chat with y'all a little bit here in the next couple weeks. So heck yeah, I yep. got room for him. I know he's yep. excited about it. Oh, heck yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure, I'll sure. I'll reach. I'll be in contact. But that is a uh, definite yes. And I want. I just do want to take a quick second before I leave y'all sure. and thank 
thank all of our fans and thank everyone. The season has started out great with the number 13 and, you know, Manscaped's been on board and done some great stuff with us. And, and we, I'm telling y'all, we got eight more weeks to get ready and more prepared. And, and if you're Chad Fincham fans or fans of little teams, be ready because, MBM is going to do some cool, cool stuff come the summertime. I can't, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. So that actually makes me think of a quick question. Sorry, Ryan. Um, how how can people show support for MBM? Do you guys have a shop or a uh, a site to buy merchandise off of, or what can people do to help your team out? So basically, we do a lot through MBM's Facebook page, MBM Motorsports. Look us up there. We have mbmmotorsports.com. We are actually working on a merchandise um, site, uh, adding a store to our website, um, some of which was supposed to be launched earlier in the year, but the uh, outbreak slowed all that down, being that, you know, making production of shirts and all that stuff comes from outside the country. But yeah, um, there's a lot of ex- exciting things coming. If you're a Timmy Hill fan, Chad Fincham, Bobby Dale Earnhardt, um, you know, uh, Stephen Light. There's a handful of them. I, I can. I'm catching myself as I don't want to say a couple um, <laughs> that I haven't been announced yet. But sure. There'll be a lot of exciting merchandise, a lot of exciting things going on, and, and just we just gave away a pit boss grill uh, on our social media page this week. So awesome! Come nice. by, even if you don't really want to support us, you just want some free <laughs> shit. And, you know, we got that too. So fantastic. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, Wait. we'll make sure we we'll try to get the word out there and get some people your way then. Uh, and, Ryan, if people listen to the show and they're not a fan of you, they don't need to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm being serious. You, you've been so great to us and everything. Uh, we, we really pushed a little, guys. So uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Hey, no problem. No problem at all, guys. Thanks for having me. And hope to hope to be – Doing cool stuff on the racetrack. We can talk about next time I talk to you. Heck yeah! None <laughs> of this, none of this sad shit. We want to get a good uh, victory speech or something. Heck yeah, man! Live from Victory Lane. There you go. <laughs> that oh, that yeah. would be yeah. awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again, Ryan. You know can do. Stay safe. Take it easy, guys. Bye. See ya. And folks, that was Ryan Bell again, as always. He is such a pleasure to have on the show. Um, I think it's safe to say we've made a great friendship with him. Um, he has been excellent to us. I'm hoping you guys enjoy his conversations as much as we do. Yeah, where else Where else can you get that insight? I yeah. That's just awesome. And, and it's fitting because he gives us great insight like that, but he's also, his team was sponsored by Manscaped. Mm-hmm. Who else is sponsored by Manscaped? Us. Us, yeah. So, as as again, folks, WR Podcast at manscaped.com. Get 20% off of free shipping with the code WRPodcast at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code WRPODCAST. So, folks, show support to them for being an NASCAR sponsor because in turn you're showing support to NBM Motorsports. You're showing support to us. Help us out. Help them out. That's what we That's what we do. We, we talk about the sponsors and how they help give us a sport that we enjoy. Exactly. That's so, how this world works. It is. All right, folks. Love you. Talk to you next week. The checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.